Pada's only staying two weeks. Yeah. And then Xander can find someone else who's not made to obsess about. At least with you, I knew he didn't have a shot. Well, you know, I have a choice. I can spend my life waiting for Xander to go out with every other girl in the world until he notices me, or I can just get on with my life. Good for you. Well, I didn't choose yet. Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We are just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We are your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 4, Inca Mummy Girl. Directed by Ellen S. Pressman. Written by Matt Keen and Joe Rankenmeyer. <laughs> The original air date. <laughs> I can never help you out because I'm not looking at it. <laughs> yeah, Rank Rankemeyer. Uh the original air date was October 6, 1997, to an audience of 4.7 million people. Uh this is a fun one. It's a little fun one. You know, it started out and I was getting a little feeling a little repetitiveness. But then I see they saved it at the end for me. But we can we can yeah. get into it. Yeah, I this this episode made me just feel so bad for Xander. <laughs> it made you feel bad for Xander. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I know what you're. you're it makes you feel bad for Willow, but I but feel like there's actually more... I don't feel bad for either one of them because we've seen this like 17 times already, and it's yeah, only episode true. 16. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they they kind of uh, they set it up to knock it down, so I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. Should we get into Inca Mummy Girl? Yeah. Yeah. Let's just dive in. All right. So the episode opens up with Buffy, Willow, and Xander talking about how this foreign exchange student program is the uber suck. Uh, they have to have somebody from some foreign land come and live with them for two weeks. And. There's no, uh, like, gender guidelines, apparently, because Buffy is supposed to have a man living with her. Cordelia has a man living with her. We don't even meet any other, other female exchange students. Yeah. I don't know who uh, Xander was supposed to live with or Willow. We've never met Xander's parents, right? We've, no. we've never met Willow's parents. They've been, like, slightly referenced. Like, they, she's like, hey, mom, or whatever. Yeah. I don't think... I think you sign up to get an exchange student. We never had a, like at my high school. There was exchange students, but we didn't like house any. Okay. Um, yeah, I ne we never had them at my high school or any other school that I've been to. But I don't think Buffy would get a exchange student. Yeah, she's the worst student. She was in the running to be a worst student in the in the school. Also, for the simple fact, she is in a single parent home. Yeah. And it seems like the mom has a hard enough time juggling work and her rambunctious daughter that she would take on another. <laughs> right. Another one that another kid. might not speak English. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, Buffy is, has somebody, I, I think they said that they were from Peru. You know uh, what? You know what's interesting? Uh, just thinking about it. They don't need this foreign exchange thing at all for this episode to work. No. Like, it could just be someone on the field trip. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They So, uh, Cordelia is stoked because she thinks she's got this hot Swedish guy. Xander gets pissed because Buffy's exchange student's a man. And then there's a guy. Also, they're at a museum. Yeah. And uh, there's a guy named Rodney Munson who apparently, like, bullied Xander. And uh, he's, like, scraping an ancient artifact with a knife. <laughs> and no one in the museum is stopping him. And it's, like, up yeah. to them to stop. Stop him. Yeah. And that actor is played by... Clayne Crawford, who was basically the Mel Gibson character in the Lethal Weapon TV show. Uh, That got canceled and he got fired from it for like hitting someone or something. Like (laughs) he is uh, a problematic actor. Oh, okay. Uh, Typecast again. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I thought his character was going to have a lot more to do when they introduced him. This was like a nice twist. Because usually yeah. like you it, in Buffy, it's like you get introduced to a character. As soon as you learn someone's name, you're like, oh, that person's going to be the evil. Yeah, that person's going to be evil one or they'll be tortured or they're going to be the mummy or something. Yeah, yeah, they're getting kidnapped or they have some kind of secret. Yeah. Um, but we find out that Rodney used to bully Xander and the only way to get through to him, it, Willow knows how to do it. I, I don't. I, Again, that's like a setup of like. I don't know. Yeah, she was like, Buffy, we probably shouldn't use violence on Rodney. Let me go talk to him. And then she goes up to him and she's like, Rodney, do you really think that you should be scraping the ancient artifacts with a knife? And he's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Willow the bully whisperer. Yeah, right? I didn't understand like what their connection was. And I was like, like there was no backstory and then like it never gets elaborated on. Yeah, and I was like, oh, maybe this is a guy she's gonna like oddly hook up with. Like not, not hook up with, but maybe start like seeing beneath his rocky exterior or something. Yeah. Um, but no, it's not there for that at all. No. Uh so as they're as she like talks him down from that, some guy a museum person is like, hey, everybody come see the human sacrifice exhibit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those, you know, that human sacrifice exhibit. So he takes him to this other room where they have like a model built of like where they used to sacrifice humans in this ancient culture. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a, a mummy tomb in there and a mummy in the tomb. There's no like glass case. You can just like reach in. <laughs> You can spit in it. You can do it. Yo, that. It's not roped off. It's not sectioned. It's yeah, just... there's no sign that's like, don't touch. Yeah. <laughs> also, if a mummy was exposed to air like that, it would become a skeleton. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, mummification is the process of like... Yeah, it's... I don't know, man. They just put it out there. And there's no security yeah. at this museum at all. None at all. None at all. Like Willow even makes a reference like doesn't even have like those nice white bandages like in the movies. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's what mummies have. Well, like, I mean, they're, I don't think they have to be wrapped up like that, but they would definitely be in a case. 
Yeah. It'll be in a glass case. Um, so the, the mummy also has this kind of like plate that she's holding and <laughs> which is just like just open, just there. Yeah, just there. And you know why it's just there? It's because later on, Rodney Munson sneaks into the exhibit. I don't know if this is at night or like just after everyone had left, but he sneaks into the mummy exhibit, grabs the the seal, the plate thing, and breaks it. And then the mummy awakens and chokes him to death. <laughs> Which looked cool, and I like the eyes like moving, but they're not being eyes in the socket. Um, that was pretty cool. Yeah, stepping up. That was uh, a little scary. Yeah, stepping up the puppetry game. And then we get to the opening song. Yeah, and we predicted that it would start. Last episode, we predicted that it would start with them at a museum, and that somehow Willow would get possessed by uh, the mummy. So we're half half right. Yeah. Yeah. So... There's going to be, obviously, there's a world cultural dance at the Bronze. I saw that sign. It was on Sunnydale High School's entrance. <laughs> Which is, uh, when we see the dance, is the cultural appropriation dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, this would have been very problematic if this came out today. Yeah. In the 90s, um, completely fine. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so Buffy's training with Giles and she's kicking the shit out of him. And she's like, I want to go to the dance. And Giles is like, no, you got to train. And she's like, and he's like, okay, you can go to the dance. (laughs) This was the scene where I was like, wait, did we just go back to season one? Like (laughs) Buffy has to argue with Giles to do something. And then Xander the whole time is like, wait, a guy living with you, staying with you. Why don't what? No. What? Yeah. And he's saying this like in front of her. And it's like, it's not subtle. Dude, we get well, it. It's also, You're obsessed it's with also, it. It's also like Buffy does the thing where Giles is like, you can't go to the dance. And she's like, I know. I'm the chosen one. There's only one of me who can slay. And I'm like, she gives herself her own backstory. Yeah. Like, and we I'm, know what this shit is. And I'm is, like, you dude. guys go to the bronze every night. What is this dance? <laughs> and this yeah. is before. This is before they even discover the mummy stuff. Like, why can't I she go that, to the dance? I think that her logic... Well, I guess they're just out doing random vampire hunting. But I think that her logic is pretty sound when Giles is like, you're going to have a foreign exchange student living with you. What are they going to think if you, you know, uh, like, how are you going to hide your your slayer lifestyle? And she's like, what better way to hide it than go to the dance like a normal kid? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he's like, he's like, all right, you got me. <laughs> yeah, I thought that made sense. I thought he was mentioning that as like, oh, you have to train in the library with me so that you can hide training at home or something. But yeah, like you have a foreign exchange student and she didn't even hide any of her stuff in her room. She's known about yeah, it for a while. True. <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty stupid. Yeah. Um, so then Xander starts to explain to Buffy that he's not into Willow. And of course, Willow walks in just as he's like, what? I would never, ever think about kissing her. She's my best friend. I would never, ever in a thousand years think about touching her. (laughs) And she's like, hey, everybody. (laughs) Well, she definitely walks in on the I love Willow bright smile. But yeah. never, ever, ever in my life would I ever kiss that monster. <laughs> <laughs> and then she doesn't even like go back out and then like kind of knock. She just goes, yeah. hey, guys, like you're standing in the middle of the room. 
Yeah, and and Xander's like, oh, did you overhear that? <laughs> <laughs> We're all three going to go to the dance together. Yay. Like, Well, it's also like, does do you think that Xander knows that Willow's like in love with him? Yeah, I feel like he does at this point. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, I feel like he's so oblivious that he he wouldn't have acted awkward when she came in. She's like, hey, guys. And he's like, oh, is everything okay? Uh, yeah. uh, sorry. Well, he, I, I think uh, Buffy kind of hints towards like, you know, she kind of likes you there. But also Buffy is leaning like, this is where Buffy's chinks in her armor come down, where she kind of seems like she likes uh, Xander a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Willow comes into the room and after overhearing this, she has bad, she has bad news. Rodney Munson has been missing for the last day. He never came home. His parents called the cops. They don't know where he is. And then they're all like, yeah, you, uh, I mean, the last I saw him was at the mummy exhibit. <laughs> uh, maybe the mummy got him. <sighs> Oh shit! The mummy definitely got him. <laughs> yeah. they, like they stumble onto it so quickly, and normally I would be like, "This sucks," but I'm like, you know, what? let's just get to it. Let's not yeah. have them like try to figure it out. And they somehow still don't figure out everything. Like I, they're, yeah. they're figuring out clues late in this episode, where I'm like, "Wait, you didn't put that together yet?" <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, especially like there's a certain there's a certain thing where I was like, how is no one suspicious about this? Yeah, and they so, just walk back to the museum. Yeah, and just they cut, go to the, cut to the museum and just go into the exhibit. No guide, no security. I don't know if anybody's listening to this has been to a museum, but there's people standing around usually. Yeah, and at night it's locked. And when there's something super valuable yeah. like a mummy with a like an ancient seal plate. Yeah. They got that thing cased off. Yeah. Or roped. They got to have some kind of something. Right. But not in River Riverdale. Uh, Sunnydale. <laughs> the sun, Sorry, it's, uh, the talking sun, Archie comics. Now. The Sunnydale-Riverdale <laughs> smash up that we've all been waiting for. Um, there's there's so, a joke when they come in here about like, oh, maybe I didn't see him when get on a bus or something. And he's like, oh, maybe he went out for a cigarette, like for however many hours. He's like, yeah, 21 it, hours. Yeah, it's like, well, it is addicting. Yeah, there's, that was a pretty good joke. Yeah, their their anti-smoking stance is uh is big in the show, man. Yeah. So they go, they investigate the mummy and they're like, well, we don't see Rodney here. And then Willow is like, hey, guys. Do you think that mummies had braces or orthodontists back then? And then we cut to a shot of the, the mummy and it's got Rodney's braces. And so it's like, oh shit, Rodney's the mummy now. Yeah, they, that's what they figure out here. But then later they're like, oh, the mummy killed Rodney. Which I was like, wait, didn't you guys figure that out from this? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> because, oh. A guy shows up with a knife. Yeah, a guy with a machete. (laughs) And tries to kill Xander. He stabs at him, looks inside the the case, and then runs away. They don't chase after him. They don't ask any questions. They just go, huh. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's it. They just go, huh. Like, the, the machete guy swings it once. Xander jumps on his back. And then he escapes and just runs away. And then Xander's like, I think I just saved us. <laughs> it's like, that guy didn't do shit. 
And do they think that that guy somehow killed and mummified a kid in 21 hours? I don't know. What are they thinking there? That's what I'm confused by. Yeah, I don't understand what they could have possibly thought that knife guy was up to. Like, that was so weird. And Xander, like, defending himself from him was so not good like he just jumped on his back he got like a this, piggyback this ride guy, for like two we've seconds. seen this guy a couple of times later in the episode he's not good at his job no he's terrible at his job <laughs> also if your job is to protect that thing maybe steal the mummy in the plate at night at some point because it's just out in the open yeah i i don't know um so then buffy is talking to giles and, and they're like, well, my foreign exchange student is from that area, South America or whatever. And Giles is like, maybe we could have that. Maybe we could have him translate the seal because they just take the seal. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like, like a broken <laughs> shard of the. Yeah, because the kid breaks it when he uh, pulls it. Yeah. yeah. So they just... Rodney breaks it. Um, but it's also like, why would you think that a kid from now, South America, could translate like ancient hieroglyphs? <laughs> It's just them being like, uh, South America, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like an old ancient ancient Incan text. It's so stupid. Like it was like, why would you ever think that a kid, like a high schooler could translate ancient hieroglyphs? I just it was like, oh. But, but anyway, so then we get our first shot of Buffy's foreign exchange student, Empada. And he's waiting at a bus stop and Buffy's like, oh, shit, I forgot to pick that guy up. <laughs> Already, I'm like, this is why they wouldn't have an exchange student. If yeah, you and yeah. the mom aren't picking up the kid together, then yeah. no, this doesn't. Yeah. You don't introduce someone to your house like that. So he's wandering around the bus station and somebody's going, Umpada, Umpada. And he's like... Yeah, see, <laughs> he's like walking around. <laughs> Hello, and then like the mummy comes up and smooches him and sucks his life out, which, and then which I uh, thought looked cool. It did look really cool, and then steals his clothes and starts wearing his clothes. And as Buffy shows up and she's like, "Impada, where are you? Fuck, I'm sorry, I'm so late." And then this smoking hot babe shows up in Empada's clothes and she's like I'm Empada how are you not suspicious no no bags standing in the middle of nowhere in the middle of two buses <laughs> no bags supposed to be a guy yeah because it's set up earlier where Cordelia goes hey did you not look at the picture of your guy and she's like no I didn't well it's also like that but you have how the picture somewhere know? the picture has to exist somewhere yeah how are you how are you going to pick this person up if you don't know what they look like? Well, in Sunnydale, they're probably not a lot of South Americans. I guess it's, it, <laughs> it is a one Starbucks town. It's a one so. Starbucks town. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then like Xander's having a <laughs> Xander's m monologue to basically himself. He's just like, are we going to have to speak fucking Spanish? Yeah. All I know <laughs> All is I know. Doritos and... Yeah, and then he, and then the hot chick shows up. It goes, "I caramba, I know that." <laughs> and you're like, "Oh man, this is, this is classic '90s stuff." I don't even. What are you gonna yeah. do? But I do want to say this: 
There has to be an investigation about this missing Impata guy. You had an exchange student come to America. Yeah. Stay well, from. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he's a missing person now. Yeah, that's true. Like his family back home never seeing him again. Yeah. Like and Buffy is suspect number one. Yeah, that's this is how terrorism starts. You know, when you start when, you, when people just start disappearing and there's no answers. <laughs> They're just like, come on. <laughs> so later on in the episode, we see that Empada is in a suitcase, like his his mummified sucked life out of corpse. I think that's him, right? Is that? I guess that's him. I was so confused. Other, that, yeah. Because otherwise, there's just a corpse lying on the bus station, too. So Buffy has the mummified corpse of her exchange student sitting in a suitcase in her room. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Open and shut case. Yeah, right? That's we don't know how saying. to explain it, but you're definitely guilty of something. Yeah. <laughs> um. So... Buffy just lets this strange woman, who is supposed to be a man, into her home. Uh, Willow's a little suspicious. Willow's like, weren't you supposed to be a dude? Yeah. And then it twists from, like, Xander being jealous and now Willow being jealous. And I was like, I don't, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, was already, and, I was already over it at this point. Yeah. And then Xander's talking to Impata like she's an idiot. He's like, do you like water? <laughs> I do like how they explained that her English was so good. Because um, I was confused at first. And I was like, oh, yeah, she's just been sitting, not dead, but kind of alive in the museum and just like hearing stuff this whole time, I think. Well, I love how many like I'm the mummy hints that she dropped. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, I've been traveling to in America a bunch. And they're like, oh, yeah, where? And they're like, I went to Atlanta and and Texas and New York and they're like oh so cool yeah. and then they're like they they ask her so many questions and she gives so many like I'm the mummy hits yeah. what's it like so where good. you're from cramped and dark <laughs> and <laughs> dead dead it's very dead yeah <laughs> it's, it's so great it's so much different here and then Buffy's like not really <laughs> yeah. yeah they're all just like subtly hinting at how awful everywhere is so Empata is basically like, I just want to have a normal life. I just want to fit in. Mm-hmm. I want to chill here in River. Damn it, I keep saying Riverdale, Sunnydale. And like, then we cut to the machete guy outside, basically like stalking Buffy and Empata. It would it would only be better if he was rubbing the knife against his cheek while he was staring in. <laughs> like that would be amazing. <laughs> Um, so then we cut to Cordelia with some like punk rocker dude and she's like making out with him and we're like, oh, is that Sven? That's mm-hmm. what I was thinking. I was yeah, like, is that too. Sven? Yeah. And it's not Sven. Sven is some just normal looking dude that she's like talking to like a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, well, why, why don't, are you coming to the bronze to listen to our band? She's like, yeah, whatever. And then Seth Green. Yeah. <laughs> Is in this, and he's just like hanging out. His name is Oz, uh-huh. and he's like talking to Cordelia's boyfriend. And Cordelia's boyfriend's like, "Man, you gotta get some chicks. You're the lead guitarist of our band. How can you not get any chicks?" And then Seth Green's like, "Cause I don't like uh, I don't just fall for any woman that's hot and knows how to talk." 
And then the guy's like, I don't care if she knows how to talk. <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> um, yeah. That Also, their band van is sick. Uh, I didn't it's like it. zebra stripes. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, so they're uh, just a band. They're not a part of the high school, right? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. I'm sure we'll find out because I think the Seth Green is like in this. I knew Seth Green was part of Buffy's. Like he's yeah. in the show. I thought he was coming much later. Uh, I didn't. Th- I oh, thought he-, he was coming like in season three or something, but I guess, yeah, he's here. Well, his goatee is also terrible and it makes him look so old. I'm I'm curious to see how much of a stoner role he plays. Like every line he delivers is like just such a oh hey, who is that girl? Like Yeah. Like it's like he's not a real person. Yeah, he's 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 weird. Yeah. Uh, so then we get Giles asking Kampata to translate the seal. And she's basically like, you should really not fuck with this. You should hide this and maybe destroy it. Uh, this guy, this, see this hieroglyph here? It's a dude with a knife. That means bodyguard, I think. Yeah. And uh, you should definitely not deal with this. And then Xander's like, I am so in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then they like, oh, I have to do more stuff and I'll study mystery group. Yeah, thing. we're in the crime club. They say something else before crime, like history yeah. club, history club or something. Archaeology club. club. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, oh, we're just we were lying to you before. We're actually a crime club and we're investigating yeah. certain stuff. Like we got went missing yeah. and we're trying to figure out if this plate has anything to do with it. And 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 Pana's like, you should just let that kid be dead. <laughs> don't don't worry about it. <laughs> Maybe the police should be involved and not three high school students and a librarian. But sure. <laughs> um. So then, uh, after Xander's like, I kind of want to be with her. I'll take care of her. Uh. Then he like gives her a Twinkie, and he's like, this is American food. This Twinkie scene. <laughs> is just a whole nother level yeah it's <laughs> like terrible. it's perfect xander weirdness like he says oh here's the twinkie this blah 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 and he shoves the, he's like we eat it like this he shoves the whole thing in his mouth yeah and it is weird and she's doing rom-com like you're in love with the lead actor you have to laugh at everything they do type stuff yeah <laughs> Where, like she's like okay let me try and she shoves like like three quarters in and they're like talking she's like you're weird and funny he's like i like that you like that i'm weird and funny and he's, most girls would run away by now yeah. and she's and he's talking with a full mouth like i commend him as an actor he's got a full mouth of twinkie delivering the scene <laughs> yeah and i feel like you know there's definitely multiple cuts so he had to definitely eat like four or five yeah. at least twinkies i mean his full twinkie mouth conversation yeah yeah Twinkies suck. Uh, I'm not a Twinkie fan. You don't like Twinkies? I don't like Twinkies. I don't know. Twinkies are delicious. Not a fan of Twinkies. What's the matter with me? All right. That's weird. Uh, So then Buffy and Willow are researching the plate. Willow's upset about Xander being into Empada. And she's basically like, maybe I'll just uh, wait until he dates every single other woman in the world before he realizes that he should date me. Or maybe I should like 
have some self-respect and move on. And Buffy's like, you should have some self-respect and move on. And Willow's like, what, what if I don't want to? She's like, I haven't made a decision yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, we got the Seth Green Willow setup all yeah. happening. Yeah. Um. Then Machete Guy attacks Xander while they're on the bleachers eating Twinkies. <laughs> okay, so you've... <laughs> you've played sports in high school and you've been on high school bleachers. How does that guy quietly sneak up from behind them on those bleachers? There's no possible way that that happened. <laughs> no, those things make so much noise. There's no you one take, else there. You, <laughs> you take one step on a bleacher. It's like, plang, 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 plang. Yeah. were they wooden bleachers or aluminum? I'm not even, they I, were aluminum. Yeah, you dude. Would hear, <laughs> clank, clank, clank. Yeah. It's, it's so wild. Like maybe if he was coming from below, yes. but he came, snuck up from behind them from the higher ground. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no way. There's no way. Impossible. Uh, but he comes and attacks Xander. How, how can Xander, he not like, kill Xander? How can he not hit a girl and Xander? I I have no clue. Well, it's it's weird because what we find out later is like he's supposed to not let the mummy come to life. Yeah, I figured that was a role. But you know. he starts attacking everyone else but the well, mummy. He says he doesn't know where the mummy is. He's trying to find the plate. At this no, point, he's he, trying to find the plate. Oh, because he when he attacks Xander, mm -hmm. uh, Xander like stops him. Good for him. Like, how does Xander get strength all of a sudden? Yeah. Um, and Pata is like, stop. And then he turns and sees her and he's like, you're the princess. Yeah, no, but before that, he's like, you stole the plate oh. to Xander. And that's okay, why okay. he's attacking Xander. Because okay, also, that makes sense. Xander was at the at the crime scene. Because when he's at the first scene with the, in the museum, he runs away when he sees the braces on the mummy. And he realizes the mummy's not there. He's attacking okay. them because he thinks they're there to steal the plate, I guess. But he wasn't there when Munson stole it. And I guess he okay. lives at the museum and stays around and follows the mummy on tour. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no clue how this works. Well, maybe he's just like a magical person that can just appear. Because that would be the only way to make sense of like the bleacher situation. Yet also can die really easily. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and has to stand outside of Buffy's window for no reason. Well, is he ancient as well? I don't know if it's like, if he's like a person that's been, he, he's like a watcher. You would think he, that he, they're, they're making an allegory with the mummy and Buffy being the ones. Yeah. But they don't, they, they have an opportunity to make an allegory with him being a watcher like the other one. Yeah, because they describe him as the princess's bodyguard. He's the bodyguard. And no, like, she, she describes him as that. On, Wikis on Wikipedia, it says princess's bodyguard. Um, but that's what she says. And then later, Giles is like, no, that's not what it is. Uh, okay. Right? I don't remember that. Don't, don't believe what you read on Wikipedia, everything. <laughs> so, Especially when it comes to TV show. <laughs> TV show summaries. Well, basically, we get... Uh, Ampana, they go back to the library and they're like, hey, Machete Guy just tried to kill us. And then Ampana's like, he's looking for the plate. You guys got to just destroy that plate. And they're like, um, okay, that's weird. Then Xander's like, I'm going to ask Ampana out to the dance. And then Willow's like, yeah, you should definitely do that. Go ahead. And to me, this was the moment where I'm like, 
you have just been attacked twice by a guy with a knife and your priority is still going to this dance. Oh, yeah. Not trying to stop the murderer that is trying to kill you first. No. I I don't know. You You got to grind up on some skeezers, Vance. Yeah, I'm just thinking like even at horny teen level. You're still worried about getting <laughs> getting murdered. You have to. Um. So Xander's like, "All right, I'm gonna go ask her for a dance." And then he goes and he's like, he's talking to Impata, and he's like, "Hey, this is gonna sound weird. Maybe hope you don't get mad, but I like you, and I want to take you to the dance." And Impata's like, "Why would that make me mad? I like you too. I'd love to go to the dance with you." And Xander's like awesome you're not a praying mantis right <laughs> which i was like this is a fantastic callback amazing callback to a first season episode <laughs> yeah. yeah you're not a praying mantis are you and then Pana's like what and he's like don't worry about it never mind and is this why you feel bad for xander <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah he, like only girls that like him are not living not human yeah are fucking <laughs> Because he even is like, hey, hold up. You're not some guy of supernatural freak thing, are you? <laughs> and she's like, what? what? He's like, never mind. I don't even blame him for asking that. It's like, you know what? You might as well just be sure after that. Yeah. But I love that he's more concerned about that than the guy who just tried to kill them on the school's campus. Mm-hmm. Oh, before this, Buffy complains again about wanting to go to the dance. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering why she wants to go to this dance. She doesn't have a date. Like, I understood the episode where she was going on a date with the guy she had a crush on. And then it's like, hey, you can't go. You have to, like, hunt down these vampires that just got loose. You know, the anointed one's coming or whatever. That makes sense. This is like, hey, it's a dance at the bronze. It's like, there's literally going to be one tomorrow. There's going to be one tomorrow. (laughs) Like, you don't have a date to it. This isn't. It's not like you haven't been able to go out. Yeah. So I don't understand this like big push of her like repeating it other than the theme of sacrifice for being the one. I thought they mm-hmm. just could have given her a little more a little more reason for her to go. Like have have like have her have a date. Just throw some random dude in there. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't really make that much sense as to like why she was so desperate. Aside from like, I wanna be just I wanna be a teenager. Yeah. I wanna have to dress up it's some offensive clothing. <laughs> Those outfits, man. Uh, yeah, that's a fashion uh, corner for, for the ages. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so after Empana is like, hey, yeah, I'd go to the dance with you. She's like, well, I'm going go to go to the little girl's room. And Xander's like, all right, I'll wait for you out here. So she goes to the bathroom. She starts putting on like lipstick. And then... The guardian bodyguard guy shows up and he's like, you can't be doing this, dude. You're dead. You've been dead for 5,000 years. And she's like, I don't deserve to be dead, though. Like, I was killed. I was innocent. I didn't do anything wrong. I was a sacrifice. And he's like, yeah, but you're killing a bunch of people now. And those people are innocent, too. So it's not right. And then she's like, all right, well, guess what? smoochy smooch smooch i'm gonna suck the life out of you yeah which means this is a living person he's not magical okay but how did he also get into the girl's room 
been waiting there all day. He just knew. He just knew. He just knew she's going to go into the one girl's room. I don't know, man. I don't know. But I will say, I, I love that this guy on campus and there's like nothing. This principal yeah. that is locking stuff down has like, hey, there's a, a strange looking man with a scar on his face, just in a weird outfit, just walking around. Just, just a dude in ancient garb, scar, yeah. scar face, and a giant machete. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think this is the guy that's in like that movie Wind River and he was in like Kimmy Schmidt and a bunch of things. Um, uh, this scene I actually enjoyed because it, the mummy's not a bad person. Yeah. And I I appreciated that. And I was well, wondering. Except, except that she did kill people. Yeah, she killed people to become human. But she wasn't like, it's not like the mummy series where like uh, the mummy was a murderer and then they cursed her. And now she's a yeah. cursed mummy. Like it's yeah. just a. It, it it added a nice little layer of like it's not just a pure villain. She's not doing this out of maliciousness. She's doing it to, you know. Well, her her reasoning is like, I was robbed from my life. Like I didn't get to have a good life. I was sacrificed, and I didn't do anything wrong. So I was I should be able to have that. Yeah, and I mean that, that makes. I mean she's a teenage girl. She's doing the Buffy doesn't have to sacrifice her life. Yeah. She almost sacrificed her life, which they reference later in the episode. But Buffy gets to still do. Buffy can't go to a dance one night. Yeah, is different from yeah. hey, uh, this ancient culture sacrificed you to save their people. Now, with that, this posits that uh, ancient Mayan and Aztecian human sacrifices were necessary. <laughs> like you know what i mean it, it like validates human sacrificing in ancient cultures as, yeah i guess it does yeah and i just don't i want to know like they need to show it would have been nice to have the mummy team up with buffy and the crew to fight off the thing that she that her coming back to life was her dying was supposed to prevent you know what i mean like what is her being sacrificed and turned into a mummy actually do yeah we it's like we you had to die for everyone else like she's basically like jesus in a way where it's like oh you have to die for our sins but like what happens if she comes back well it's also like why did they feel the need to put that seal on her like it was she like what's the worst thing that could happen if she did come back like i didn't get that and like how does she come back to life and the seal at the end doesn't make any sense because yeah. it's like we have to get the seal together. And uh, spoiler alert, they don't get it together. No, That they ending don't. was weird, man. <laughs> this ending of this episode is wonky. It's like, well, hold on. Uh, we'll get to it, but it's like they just yeah. stopped writing. <laughs> it was like, all right, we got to the end of the script. Uh, what's our usual ending? Buffy beats the shit out of somebody? Okay, we'll do that. <laughs> we'll figure it out on the day. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, before all that, uh, so after she sucks the life out of the Guardian, like she goes back to Buffy's house and uh, Buffy's unpacking her stuff. And she's like, here, I'll unpack your clothes. And she's like, I'd rather you not. And then Buffy's like, oh, OK, that's weird. And then she starts to whole, have like the whole allegory of like, you know, the Incan princess. Mm -hmm. She didn't get to live a life and like she had to sacrifice all this stuff. And 
it wasn't fair what they did to her and it sucked. And meanwhile, Buffy's like opening her, her luggage and she's got like dude underwear. And Buffy's like, that's weird. And then Buffy's like, you know, I kind of relate to that. It's, it's weird when, you know, you're the chosen one. I kind of relate to that. And then she goes to open Empata's like big trunk suitcase and she opens it and we see a corpse in there, mm-hmm. a mummified corpse. But Buffy is like looking so far the other direction that she doesn't notice it. And Empata like slams it shut. No, the doorbell rings. Oh, the doorbell rings because it's Xander's there. Yeah. Um, also, this whole scene, and because Empata almost opens a, a drawer that has like stakes and crucifixes in it yeah. too. But this whole scene is set up with Empata being like, oh, do you have lipstick? I don't have any lipstick. Meanwhile, in the scene we just watched, we just watched her put on lipstick in the girl's bathroom and come that out true. with full of lipstick. That oh, I didn't even fucking realize that. <laughs> it was back to back. It wasn't like scenes apart. You're so right. Holy shit. <laughs> the whole thing is she's like, I don't have any lipstick. And then later, Buffy's like, what girl doesn't come and bring lipstick? And I'm like, we just watched her put on lipstick. I don't know where yeah. she got that lipstick from. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, it's just a little, like, oversight or thing. But I was just like, the whole scene is them looking. That was like what a, a bunch of... What a bunch of bull hockey. I'm upset now. I don't know how you didn't notice that. Because she comes I out of that bathroom. I can't believe I didn't. She, you even mentioned it in your recap. She puts on lipstick in the bathroom. Yeah, I can't believe that. I'm so stupid. <laughs> I was just like, what do you mean she doesn't have lipstick? Where did she get her dress that she's wearing? That's true. Where did she get? Where did she get the did second? Buffy let her borrow. Where it? did she get her second outfit? She's. I don't know. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Xander shows up and he's dressed like Clint Eastwood <laughs> in like the the uh, good, the bad, the ugly five VD yeah. pieces or whatever, like one of the, those the dollars trilogy. Uh, yeah, fistful of fistful dollars. of dollars. Yeah, and she's like, "Where are you from?" And he's like, "I'm from Leone Land, which is like Sergio Leone or yeah. whatever." Uh, and then he sees Empana come down in her beautiful dress, and he's like, "And Buffy's like, he says that you look beautiful. I can translate, stuttering idiot." boy talk yeah. and then he looks at Buffy and he's like ah, blah, blah, blah. and she's like you're welcome <laughs> I gotta say I, I did like that exchange me too yeah um, so she comes down and she's like alright you ready to go to the dance and then Buffy's like I'm gonna go out and we're gonna try and find the mummy and Xander's like be careful and she's like you have fun and then her mom Buffy's mom is like isn't it crazy how seamlessly Empata's fitting in with everybody <laughs> <laughs> It is the most like she comes out of nowhere, like when at the bottom of the stairs. It's like I didn't even know she was gonna be in the episode. Yeah. There's no reason for her to no. be in the episode. There's no reason for this lion even. Well, when they're looking out of the door at um because Buffy goes like, You look good, Xander. And there's a moment there where she's like, Oh yeah, I kind of like Xander now. Yeah. That's the look. And I'm like, I don't know what clicked, why it clicks now, but it's there. And I'm happy it's there. I think it was I, I think it was more of like it's not like I like Xander, but it was like I'm happy for my friend finally getting a girl. But I know exactly what you're talking about later on. Mm-hmm. Um 
So I could see your point of view. No, as well. I mean they've been planting a little bit of a seed throughout when because they have a lot more where they have moments to talk about serious stuff as opposed to yeah. him just being like oh, guy next to you. No. Yeah. 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 So Cordelia's boyfriend and Seth Green's band are playing at the bronze for the cultural appropriation ball. It really uh, is. <laughs> Cordelia is mean as as shit to her exchange student Sven. She's dressed like Hawaiian? Like she has like a bath a bikini on and a lay. Yeah, I Sven was just, is dressed yeah. like a Viking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, Willow's dressed like an. In- I don't know what's the appropriate term. Inuit or Eskimo? I don't. I don't know if like. I mean, she's. They they refer to her as Eskimo yeah. in this. Yeah. Um. She has the the like fishing spear, and the parka, with the hood up, where you can only yeah. see her face. Why would you ever decide to wear this to the bronze no to a dance? No idea. Not going to be comfortable. It's in Southern California, too. Yeah. Like, you're going to be hot as fuck. Yeah, man. I <laughs> I don't know. It's hilarious. I do love the look for the comedy purposes and making Willow just seem out of place. And, like, she pulls it off, too. Like, somehow she yeah. still looks cute in it. Yeah. Which, no, it's yeah. it's funny and cute. Yeah. Um. But Cordelia's friend is like, why are you being so mean to this guy? I think he's kind of cute. (laughs) And she's like, this guy, he doesn't know anything. I have to talk to him like a dog. (laughs) She's like, punchy, punchy. Like, to get a punch? Yeah, fruit punch. It's like, why would you talk? I don't know who who this Cordelia friend is. But she finally, like, broke out of her shell and was able to speak up. (laughs) <laughs> the curse was like lifted one of the mean girl one of the side mean girls was like wait i don't want to be mean anymore yeah or like oh this guy's big and foreign and kind of i i kind of like him yeah uh but yeah so they go off separately yeah so giles runs to buffy's house and he's like is that is is anyone here? And she's like, no, why? What's up? And then they, he's like, I think that Empada is the mummy. Yeah. She translated the bodyguard thing wrong. Yeah. She said bodyguard, but it means protector or, or killer or like watch yeah. something, something different. He, he well, doesn't it, ask, it, he doesn't ask, Hey, is your mom home? Because <laughs> we're talking at full volume in the living room. Yeah. About mummies. Yeah. <laughs> like, and we just saw her just pop out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, I think this is the scene where he mentions like he's like supposed to make sure that she doesn't come back to life and yes. make sure that the seal. Yeah. So he's not a bodyguard, but he's a he's the extra security past the plate that they just put on her chest. Yeah. <laughs> that literally anyone in a museum could take off. Could take. How did no one take it? And put it How in a different no- frame. And like in a museum, that would be framed up next to the mummy as like, hey, this is the thing with like a little placard and information about like yeah. what it is. They would not just leave it in the hands. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I've i been to mummy exhibits mm-hmm. like they don't even have the like casket open mm-hmm. most of the time. But it's there's always like a glass case around it and roped off. And you just read about it yeah. on like pictures in front of it. Yeah. Like you can't even get anywhere near it here they're just able to touch feel off like walk in and out 
Yeah, like it's wild. Yeah. The lack of security here. But uh, so then they go up into Buffy's room and they're like, well, let's check her storage because I looked into her uh, her suitcase and she had dude underwear. I think there was a it's supposed to be like a British joke. He's like because she's like, oh, I need to tr- check her trunks. And Giles yeah. is like, what? And like trunks are like underpants. And yeah, could be, maybe they were trying to go for that because he seems so, so dumbfounded. Well, trunks. I do have a pair of underwear that I bought from Urban Outfitters that are described as trunks. Yeah. So I think he's so I get it. But I don't know if you would necessarily call a woman's underwear trunks. Me neither. It's just, I don't know. It just seemed like he shouldn't have been so surprised by that. I don't know. So they go up and. Oh, wait. Maybe he's surprised that this person traveled with trunks instead of suitcases. Could be. Because, I mean, these are ancient trunks. I have no idea where this stuff came from. Yeah, it's like this person, like original Empata, like the dude yeah. Empata looks like Indiana Jones. Like he's got these trunks that are like <laughs> yeah. Indiana Jones era and he's dressed like Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, so they go up, they see all the dude clothes and they're like, that's weird. And then Buffy's like, yeah, I think this is weirder. And she's got a mummified corpse in this suitcase. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, well, we got to go save Xander. Yeah. This, is when, <laughs> this is when Buffy's like... Yeah, what girl travels without lipstick right yeah. here? And she's like, I should have known. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we cut back to the bronze and we're watching Cordelia's boyfriend's band play a song. And it's super funny watching Seth Green act like he's playing guitar because he doesn't move his hands at all. There's a shot where he's supposed to be singing. And I think his mouth is just open. <laughs> like, he's just like, ah. Like, like I, I rewinded on this part because I was like, there's definitely different notes being played, but his hands do not move at all. And like, you know, I play guitar. Maybe that's just like a nitpicky, yeah, yeah. I'm a guitarist type thing. But I was like, his he doesn't move his hand at all. Yeah. But for me, it was just the mouth and not singing when he was supposed to be like, you're the lead guitarist. <laughs> I'm like, no, he's not. He's not. So I felt really bad for Willow here because um, Xander and Empada are dancing. And this is the second time this has happened to her at the bronze. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> this <laughs> season. Oh, this yeah, happened see, we're four, three. We're four this happened. In, this happened three episodes ago, where uh, <laughs> Buffy was dancing with Xander, and she was just watching. And then now she's watching. She's just getting cucked all over the place, dude. Can I? Can I say if this is happening, he would be able to date so many girls in that school because right? one day would be like, dude, that's the guy with dating Buffy. He hangs out with her, and I guess Buffy's not unpopular anymore, and. He had the foreign, the hottest foreign exchange student all over him. Yeah. Like to the point where you'd be like, other girls would be like, hey, I got to figure out what his deal is. He would be getting the Pete Davidson uh, effect. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, dude. That's a good comparison. Yeah. But yeah, they're dancing. They're slow dancing. It's this weird long montage where like there's like fade in transitions of each of their faces Dude, like their getting hands, closer when they put the fingers and a lot interlock their hand their hands together before they dance i'm like what is this <laughs> this is not high school <laughs> uh so then 
we get a scene where like Seth Green in the middle of like his band playing a song, he like the the singer comes over to him and he goes, "Who's that girl?" And then Cordelia's boyfriend's like, "Oh, that's the hot foreign exchange student." And he goes, "No, not her. I'm talking about the Eskimo." And then it cuts to like Willow looking doofy as fuck. Yeah, and. <laughs> My thought was like, where are their eye lines that he thought you were talking about one person and you're talking about the other one? Yeah. <laughs> also, you're in the middle of the song. Like, you could hear the microphones right in front of his face. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that girl? Whoa. I'm like, what, what is happening? Yeah. So then Xander goes in for a kiss. And uh, just as he's about to kiss her, Ampada, her hand becomes mummified. And she's like, oh, shit. And she like pushes him away and runs away. I guess. She, and he's like, I guess she has to eat more than a vampire does. I guess so, Like, how many dude. people do you need to eat? Yeah, I didn't get this. But as soon as she runs away, I love Xander's line where he goes, well, I can rule out it wasn't something I said this time. Yeah. He, they kind of figured his character out. They've got some good stuff for him. Yeah. yeah. So she runs away. Um, Xander's very sad about it. Then Buffy and Giles are driving to the school, and Buffy's like, "Why can't you get a better car?" And he's he's like, "We need to reassemble the plate because that's what's gonna keep her in storage or turn her back into a mummy or whatever." Yeah, which I was like, "Did you did you not figure that out already?" Yeah, I don't know. Like, what did they? Th- what were they? What was? What did they think the plate was for? <laughs> If the plate wasn't important, why would you, I don't know? I was like, I thought you figured, I thought you knew the plate broke. The guy at the museum says this is the seal that was there to like, like the museum knows that information. Yeah, nobody pays attention at a fucking museum, Vance. Giles, Giles wasn't there. <laughs> he couldn't read the plaque. Oh, I guess once the guy starts slashing at a knife, they decided, oh, we should just get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> we should casually walk the opposite direction. <laughs> let this guy roam free (laughs) apparently apparently it's his museum tonight (laughs) so then giles is like all right buffy i'll drop you off at the dance you protect everybody and then i'm gonna go reassemble the plate and they're like good plan then he asks for gas money (laughs) (laughs) i ain't gonna be driving all around sunnydale all night Giles is a city boy. (laughs) Uh, So then we cut to Impata trying to suck some other dude's life force out of him. Because she she likes Xander. She actually does like Xander. And this guy's like, this is really weird. Why are you trying to kiss me? Aren't you with Xander? And she's like, does it look like I'm with Xander? And then now her whole arm is like mummified. And she goes to kiss him. And then he starts being like, Ampada, where are or, or Xander comes out of nowhere. He's like, Ampada, where are you? And then she lets this guy go. Well, that guy, we talked about this beforehand. This is a guy from the other show we did a podcast on, Girls. He Who is he in Girls? He is Pal, Elijah's boyfriend for a oh, couple episodes. Oh, the mean guy. Yeah. Oh, Danny shit. Strong is the actor's name. No way. Yeah. All right. I saw that I face had... and I was like, oh, wow, that's him. Yeah. That was such a minor character, that show. You, man. I got good right. facial recognition, man. Yeah. That's impressive. Because he's in the dark. He's in the shadows yeah. most of that episode. Yeah. Yeah. 
Kudos, fancy. Yeah, I'm spotting stuff, man. I'm spotting lipstick uh, <laughs> miscues and <laughs> actors um, from other shows. So then that guy leaves, pal from Girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he leaves like, that's my cue to exit. <laughs> Xander comes in. He's like, what's the matter? Like, why did you run away when I tried to kiss you? I'm sorry. Uh, what? And then she starts crying and she's like, I didn't. I don't know. And he's like, what is it? Is it a secret and you can't tell me or, or you'll have to kill me? And she's like, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and this is shot in a place in the bronze. I don't know where this is. But the yeah. backlighting with the red curtain and like it's very, uh, I don't know, almost uh, skin of maxi, you know? Yeah. Like a very softcore porn level. It's kind of romantic. Though, it's romantic too. too, yeah. But it's like that soft lamp light, you know? Yeah. Um, but then she's like, I'm sorry. I'm just like, these are tears of happiness and sadness. And he's like, don't worry about it. It's fine. And then they go in to kiss and then she's like kissing him and it's like, they're getting passionate with it. And I was like, okay, maybe she isn't going to suck his life. And as soon as I thought that the violin strike Mm -hmm. and her grabbing the back of his head and then his eyes get all wide as shit Mm -hmm. and she starts sucking his life. And then she's like, no, wait, I can't. I love you, Xander, and throws him onto the ground, and he's gasping for life. Yeah. And now, like, both of her arms are all mummified, and then she just runs off. Yeah, it's like a rogue from X-Men kissing someone, you know? Yeah. But I just thought about this now, because that kiss was intense. Like, it's not like one kiss. Like, it's Mm -hmm. multiple shots and stuff. And you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of when Buffy first kisses Angel. Mm, how like that one like was intense like it wasn't just like one lip lock and you're like oh they kiss like they go at it like they're like we can't have sex on the show but we are going to treat these kisses like yeah this is passion yeah and they do i mean they do a good job with it they do it was a very passionate kiss i was like yeah go xander yeah and i was like Um, i was I'm, i'm rooting for the mummy lady too well it's also like it proved that she has control over her life sucking powers. Like yes. she could kiss him yes. without sucking his life. Yeah. But then it was just like, oh, I need more life though. I wish they could just find a way to get her like life blood without uh without like do an angel thing with her, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's easier with Angel though. Yeah, it just goes to the like, blood. She has to suck life out of people. Like you can get donated blood. Yeah. Like she needs to like suck the life out of people and turn them into mummies maybe they shouldn't have turned her into a mummy that's true yeah but she would have never experienced uh the cultural appropriation dance back in her time period that's true (laughs) (laughs) um so then buffy shows up at the bronze and she's like willow where's xander and she's like i don't know he went away with impata and she's like impata's the mummy and willow's like good (laughs) (laughs) she's like awesome Oh, I mean, uh, Xander. He's <laughs> like, good. You know what? Good. Oh, wait. Hold on. Xander. Um, so then they... Uh, wait, they rush off. They rush off. And like right behind them is a reveal that Seth Green is standing there. As, yeah. he's, he's, his name is Oz. We'll call him Seth yeah. Green. I'm probably going to yeah, call I, him Seth Green forever. On this. Me too. Yeah. I, I, I felt so stupid because I wrote... SG for Seth Green in my notes, yeah. but his name is literally OZ. <laughs> yeah. It's the same letters. <laughs> it's like two letters if you want it. I uh, know. He's Seth Green. It's fine. Um, and, 
and, he, and, and like she gets dragged away and he's like who is that girl yeah and like doesn't go after it this whole episode no one goes after people like no, absolutely not but like why is he so smitten too like she's done know. nothing. She's a cutie. She's, she's a, cutie. a cute redhead like him. But like the question, like who is that girl? It's like just ask to anybody. Do you think Willow is going to be into Seth Green, or is this going to be as like Seth Green lapdog for Willow type deal? And she's like, oh, get this guy away from me. Oh, I didn't think of it that way because they were setting it up with her being like, maybe I'll date someone else. And then he's like, I don't care if a girl's super super hot. And it's like, okay, yeah, you two are together. And maybe because you're both redheads, we're shoving yep. you together, too. Like, I yep. don't know. Um, I can't see those two of them vibing right away. But I think, I don't know what Seth Green's character is. I have to say, Seth Green has an incredibly underrated career. Mm-hmm. That guy has been in so many things that are successful and, like, cult following and like he's created so many things and voice acts on like that guy rules yeah robot chicken is uh still still kicking family guy, family guy still kicking uh austin powers his role in austin powers he's great, is great in austin powers um and that's kind and of pro- that's kind of where i this? drop off <laughs> i don't know i know like he's in the you know comic book but i mean how much more do you need to do I know exactly. Like that's a that's such a long career. Like this is 1997. He's still relevant today. Yeah, he runs. I mean, he they run. He runs Stupid Buddy, the animation shop. I yeah. think. and uh, my friend, good friend of mine, she's uh she still worked for them as a producer. And yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, he misses his chance to chat up with uh, Willow. So. They go upstairs and they find Xander and he's like, what's happening? What's going on? And then they're like, you don't know. And then they're like, he'll figure it out later. And they start like dragging him down. We'll explain on the way so we don't have to explain to them. So you guys don't have to watch us tell them. Yeah. Yeah. So Giles is at the museum and he's putting the plate back together with super glue. (laughs) (laughs) Has, Has no one in this museum been like, hey, the mummy has braces? Hey, yeah. this plate is broken. Like yeah. we give tours, and the plate is a part of the. I, like I don't even. This is like nope. Sunnydale's never going to get another museum exhibit again. They shouldn't. Mm-hmm. There, there's also no security. Like it's nighttime. Giles is in there alone, super gluing a plate together. They spent all their extra budget on the dance because even in the school hallways, it's empty. Like yeah. it's really like nobody there. Yeah, that's true. So as Giles is putting the plate back together and Pana shows up and she's like stalking him and he's like, all right, there we go. One more piece left to put in. And then Pana sneaks up from behind him, grabs the plate, smashes it into a bajillion pieces, starts choking Giles, throws him into the tomb. Giles passes out so easily on this show. <laughs> Why didn't she suck his life? She was going to and then Buffy showed up. Oh, right. She's gotten to the point where, like, she's closer to main characters, so it takes her longer to kiss them. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Except for the guy that was trying to kill her in the bathroom. It was, like, super easy. Yeah. So, yeah, Buffy shows up, and she jumps, like, 400,000 feet in the air. For no reason. (laughs) To get to Impata. It's just like, oh, here's a Wonder Woman moment. Or, like, yeah. like the 70s show or whatever. Yeah. Wonder Woman. Where it's like, doo 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 And she jumps into the air. And you're like, 
cool, Buffy. Like, that's the only yeah. move you're going to do besides some kicks. Shimario double jumps yeah. up onto the platform. And then the mummy turns around. She's like, oh, shit. You're not a normal girl either, huh? She's like, <laughs> she's like you've been keeping a secret from me, huh? She's like, you've been keeping a secret looking at her arms. Yeah, yeah. She's like, all right, we've been keeping secrets. So she throws Giles into the thing. Then Buffy starts kicking the mummy's ass. And then the mummy's like, I don't need to take any of this. Throws Buffy into the tomb with Giles and slams it shut. And I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, and I was also like, well, Buffy can just lift that up. Right? (laughs) That's not hard for her at all. No. Uh, But apparently it is because it takes her a while to do it. It takes her just enough time for the plot. Yeah. Yeah. So Empata starts walking away and Willow shows up and... Empire grabs Willow and she's like, I'm going to suck the life out of you now. And Xander's like, Xander shows up mm-hmm. and he's like, put her down. She's, I love her. She's my best friend, but I would never kiss her, but put her down. <laughs> <laughs> and then Empata's like, but if I kill her, we could be together. Like, I just let me suck her life out of her and we could be happy together. We could be happy together for like 15 minutes before I have to suck someone else's life exactly. out of her. Exactly. <laughs> exactly and then xander is just like no and just like kind of grabs her off of like there's no resistance from the mummy and he's like if anyone's gonna die it should be me so so come suck my life and then the mummy's like i don't want to and then she like kind of hesitates she's like but okay, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> she grabs Xander. And then Xander's like, oh, shit, I, I was calling your butt. <laughs> yeah, like, there's no plan here. Like, and I think they under, this is, like, underselling the mummy stuff that they set up with her being the one and being tormented with, like, hey, I was sacrificed for, like, some ritual and I got turned into this thing and I just want to, I just want to live a normal, I just want to go to a dance just like Buffy. Like, and there's some real weight to that and i don't think they really pay it off there they kind of pay off what we already know that vander will do anything to save willow which Mm -hmm. we've already seen but i feel like they could have had more like i don't know i would have liked it to be like where the mummy has to like sacrifice herself and realize how buffy realizes we are chosen ones we do have to make this sacrifice it sucks we can bond on our, on it sucking. But, and then Buffy can learn, like, yeah, she can literally see someone that's like her doing what she has to do all the time. It just seems yeah. like they set that all up and then they don't, just don't pay it off at the end. Yeah, now instead, uh, Buffy kicks open the door from the tomb, <laughs> jumps down, and then just rips the mummy away from her arms and the arms are left standing on Xander's arms and then the mummy just turns into a bunch of dust. <laughs> it just falls over and shatters. Yeah. And then they don't say a word. They just walk away in silence. <laughs> Giles somehow was back up and just walks away. Mm-hmm. And that's the point I was making. I was like, it's like they just said we're done. Yeah, they were like, we're, we're tired of this and shit. And I was... My question was like, why did the plate need to be put together? Is she actually dead? If the if the plate doesn't keep her from being alive, I, I'm I'm just so confused. There's so much that needs to happen to this mummy person in order to keep them alive. Like the plate needs to be destroyed. She needs to suck life out of people every two hours. 
but like sucking but she's the... susceptible to death like actual death like buffy just like kicked her and she turned into dust like well, she, her no face she just like pulled her dust. away and dropped her and she shattered like like a like yeah. a like a fragile piece of 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 like pottery or something and, yeah. and i was just like wait so if that's the case couldn't you just take the the plate seal off of her and just like sit there for like 20 hours and just tie her yeah. up and she would just like fall just apart her in her room and she would just like that like when you don't have those desiccates in your those things that keep moisture out or something and she just dries out like i, I was just like what is this ending yeah it was weird just a weird ending i don't know and they so just they we, just walk away they just walk away like they walk away with the same energy as like we're so fucking tired of this yeah <laughs> Like God, and they're like, what do the museum people think when they show up? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when the- they just get a dustbuster and sweep up the mummy. <laughs> like, cause those arms are still intact. Yeah, the head was still intact. Yeah, it was just like the torso and legs that just completely. And the blow mummy up. is wearing a dress. Yeah, <laughs> it was wild, dude. Yeah, a modern day dress. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Xander walks away with the energy of like, God, why, why is every chick I'm in? Like, and we cut to like them at school and it's basically like him talking to Buffy and being like, why is every chick I'm into a fucking demon or something? It's yeah. <laughs> like, I have the worst, he goes, present company excluded. I have the worst taste in women, like of all time. Yeah. And Buffy's like, I don't know, man. I felt bad for Impata. Like she didn't deserve what she went through, like, it's kind of sucks. And then there's, like, this weird Buffy and Xander having a moment of, like, mm-hmm. Buffy's like, well, you saved my life one time. I forget what she says exactly, yeah. but they definitely have a moment, and they, like, have a lingering look at each mm-hmm. other, and then Xander just, like, walks away. Yeah, they kind of, like, both walk off camera. or They're walking yeah. towards camera doing this walk and talk. And... It really is a setup like, well, you saved my life. Like, you couldn't save hers, but you saved mine, and I, like, appreciate it. And, like, it's not just like a, hey, he needs a an emotional boost. It's like a, there's a chemistry here now between the two yeah. of them. And I was like, thank you. Like, let's get Willow with Seth Green. Let's get Buffy with uh, Xander. Just so I don't have to see the same scene where he's like, what? A dude called your phone? And, wait, well, no, maybe not. Not was you he think, buff? Did he sound you good? You think that those scenes will end if they're together? No, it'll be di- it'll be different stuff though. At least, <laughs> like at least okay. it'll be different. I mean, I felt like this was exactly the same. The beginning was like the exact same beats of like of Willow being like, mm, I guess he doesn't like me. Like we've hit max level of that for me, <laughs> and it's weird because we're only sixteen episodes into the show. Yeah, but, like. And I know there's a lot of episodes left. I mean, oh, a yeah. lot. And I just, I don't know. I think they realized that. They pushed it in the beginning. And now they're trying to, they were like, we got to bring in Seth Green. We got to bring <laughs> in somebody. Get us another rep, yeah. uh, another uh, redhead. Yeah. And then like, we still got Spike. We still got Spike out there. So we all know that redheads can only be with redheads. We, we, it's just, <laughs> it's TV rules. <laughs> the rules of the 90s. And, uh, yeah, that's the episode for Inca Mummy Girl. Uh, you got anything else you want to add before we wrap this up, Vance? No, no, I said enough. 
<laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Everyone's <laughs> <That's a, laughs> tired of listening. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Please subscribe and rate and review. Uh, rate and review on Apple Podcasts if you could. Subscribe on Spotify. And if you want to write into the show, it's boyswatchingbuffy at gmail.com. Or you can slide into our DMs and follow on Instagram at boyswatchingbuffy. Uh, yeah, thanks again. And stay tuned for next week's episode where we talk about Reptile Boy. <laughs> I, I kind of love these titles <laughs> they're getting less subtle with the titles yeah. <laughs> this one was inca mummy girl this one's reptile boy <laughs> ghost man <laughs> it really ruins out like oh let's predict what we think will happen in the next episode yeah, yeah i think there's gonna be a reptile boy in the next <laughs> reptile <laughs> uh, who's gonna fall in love with the reptile boy I think that Seth Green's going to be the reptile boy. No, he can't be because you got to kill the reptile boy. What if he's just the reptile boy, like a good guy, like Casper, the friendly ghost, but Seth Green, the friendly reptile boy. <laughs> sure. Why not? He looks kind of reptilian. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Is that your prediction? You want to go with that? Yeah, Seth Green's the reptile boy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. You're just impressed by any pretty girl that can walk and talk. She doesn't have to talk.